welcome when you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. You know, we would love to hear from you, so send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. And today, our guest, we have Colleen Kelly Mass joining us. Now, Colleen is a family life educator with an extensive background in health education and theology. Her work focuses on teaching Catholic families about the beauty yeah. of chastity, love, marriage, and the dignity of every right. human person. Her educational series are Love Ed, Raising Kids That Are Strong, Smart, and Pure, and all of her stuff is available at Respect, the number four, you, Dot com. So it's respect the number four you.com. Now, we as a culture, you know, we were reading just a, about a week ago, and um, it was in the book of Samuel. And uh, God said they wanted a king, and they wanted a king, and they wanted this, and they wanted that. And the Lord said, Give, give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, in 2024, we are living in a culture, same thing. God has given us what we wanted. We thought that in the 60s, in the sexual yeah. revolution, um, that birth control, that abortion, that free sex and everything, and all our morality went out the door, and God mm -hmm. gave us what we want. And today, now... We need a whole culture, a whole church that needs to be reset and turned back to ways of morals and ethics and everything that is good and true and beautiful. And I know that Colleen Mass is going to help us with the reset in 2024. So what do you want? What do you want for your children? Do you want children to be raised strong, smart, and pure? Well, if you do, we can equip you for that most important work. Colin Kelly, Mast will do that. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. We're at home with Jim and Joy, and today we have Colleen Kelly Mass joining us. Now, you may have heard Colleen's voice on the radio, but today you're going to get to see her face. Colleen is a family life educator with an extensive background in health education and theology, and her work focuses on teaching Catholic families about the beauty mm. of chastity, love, and marriage and the dignity of every human person. She has a beautiful, educational, informative series called Love Ed, Raising Kids That Are Strong, Smart, and Pure. And all of her resources are available at respect, the number four, the letter U.com, respectforyou.com. Go there, be empowered with the truth, and don't, you don't have to figure any of this out. It's already there, laid out in every kind of workbook, every, for every age. 
and you will be empowered mm -hmm. to be the greatest parent on the planet. Well, beautiful Colleen, <laughs> so Jim and Joy get to listen to you on Saturday mornings. We Thank you. And we love hearing you. But for our family that don't know about you, tell our family a little bit about yourself and when you started, when the first time you appeared on EWTN. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, how I got started. Um, well, I am a life coach now and uh, author and a speaker and a mother of five. And I grew up in a family of nine children. I was second oldest of nine children. So that's essentially how I got started in this. First of all, that God chose me. I was a surprise to my parents, but I was a choice by God. My mom thought you couldn't get pregnant while you, she was breastfeeding my uh -huh. four month old sister. Mm -hmm. And so I know uh, that, uh, that God had something to do with that mm -hmm. and then she always taught us such beautiful answers to the questions we would ask her because as far as I could see my mom lived the theology of the body she would uh, get pregnant and nurse the baby and then finish nursing the baby get pregnant again nurse the baby wow. I mean, so mm -hmm. we saw this mm -hmm. and we were curious about it and we just accepted that as a way of life so when Pope John Paul II came out with the theology of the body uh, different uh, homilies every week I'm like yes 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 you know so he was my mentor as well mother Angelica was my mentor as well she taught me how to say things straightforward I just love her but my mom would give these most beautiful answers when we were young so for example my sister that was 13 months older than I am mm -hmm. would say like mom like how does the baby get out yes and she would say well at the time that God chooses about nine months God will miraculously open the womb the muscles will open up and the baby will slide out. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, that was beautiful. I never heard it was like yeah. some yeah. screaming painful thing till right. I was in uh, childbirth classes. <laughs> I'm like, ah, what am I gonna do now? And then other questions like, um, one of my favorites was, my sister asked, what is a honeymoon for? And this was my first chastity education. What was a honeymoon for? And she said, a honeymoon is now that you're a new family, you can go on vacation together. And you might want to practice getting dressed and undressed in the same bedroom because you might be embarrassed at first and you'll have to adjust to that. So God said, it's okay. After you're married, you go on a honeymoon, a family vacation, and you just practice that. So I learned so much from that <laughs> yeah. that about 12 years later when uh -huh. I'm on a date and this guy that I care a lot for is in a movie with me, puts his armor on me and starts playing with the top button mm -hmm. of my blouse, mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, Mm, this is not a honeymoon. This is not a honeymoon. <laughs> this should be happening. <laughs> and so I just moved his hand off of uh, uh -huh. my shoulder there and said, what you see is what you get. Uh -huh. And But it, those are things that my mom taught me mm -hmm. absolutely so mm -hmm. beautifully from mm -hmm. the beginning. Yeah. So then the, the degrees that I have helped me when I had to debate Planned Parenthood and ACLU and the Sex Education Information Council of the United States when my public school Sex Respect book first came out. And it was a national shock. Like, how can you teach abstinence in the public schools, mm -hmm. you're imposing your morality on the mm -hmm. public. And I had to debate that, defend that on 60 Minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to defend life right there, even when Ed Bradley said, well, um, you say that in your public school book that abortion is killing a baby. And he says, well, what if people don't believe it a baby? And I'm, I'm like, well, Ed, if it's not a baby, leave it alone. Don't mm -hmm. go in after it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I had to defend that all yeah. the way along um, until then when I was a teacher, I would teach very clearly according to the church teachings. My students were so responsive. I, like Mother Angelica, mm -hmm. made it fun and, yeah. and funny, right. but straightforward. Right. And so the students were so responsive, then people started saying, can you 
would you write this down? Can mm -hmm. you can you write this course? We we want to know what you did, both the public school for sex respect and the my love and life program. Um, they uh, they wanted it, and so after I wrote love and life, I was on Mother Angelica Live right. okay. when she still was in her own mm -hmm. old habit. Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine in May, because I was pregnant with my fourth child. I remember exactly mm -hmm. uh, the day, how I felt, <laughs> what I had on, and that I had this little baby growing inside of me that's now uh, thirty four years old. Mm -hmm. um, so I got to be on Mother Angelica Live, and she put me, you know, right on the camera. You tell these. Teenagers, mm -hmm. you tell these parents, and you help us learn how to teach chastity again, because this right. was the middle of the sexual mm -hmm. revolution, and mm -hmm. so it wasn't really my idea. Nobody that came of age in the sexual revolution would have had being a chastity educator sure. on their list of things right. to do, right. and so it's just a lot of little yeses to God. God mm -hmm. calls, you say yes. God yeah. calls, you say yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you had That's the beautiful correct. witness of your mother, yes. right? Oh, I mean, what a gift mm -hmm. that was, and I'm sure she was counterculture too. Yes, I mean, because you definitely. know the pill was probably just mm -hmm. coming out then, yep. and it's kind of like, well, we could do that, and and even if you're Catholic, some Catholics bought that lie and thought that that would be okay yeah, too. They did. And so you had this beautiful witness of her answering you, and this is where I think parents get confused, yes. where you are extremely helpful, giving you uh, age-appropriate information, exactly. right? Absolutely. And so don't give them more than they're asking for, mm -hmm. um, but, you, but your mom did that so well, and then that was like such a, a foundation that was laid, that God laid inside of you to say, I, I could do this too, because you had such a beautiful example. Exactly, so I didn't have to come from the, the, the experience of, you know, the sinfulness, the morality, these rules, the church. It's like, well, this is true. This mm. is beautiful. This is good. I saw this all mm. these years, and I see how beautiful the church teachings are. So I brought it from a perspective right. of beauty yeah. and mm -hmm. truth, not of fear, right. as some, a lot of programs are. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Not only did you have the example in your mother, but you write like your mother spoke. <laughs> from what I can see, especially because oh. I'm saying like, well, th this particular program on Love Ed, right? Mm -hmm. Love, Ed. Love Ed. And then, you know, I mean, you have something for parents to learn and to share with children age three and up to 14 or so. Right. I'm saying, like, what do you say to three-year-olds, four-year-olds? Like, mm -hmm. what is she talking about? Like, what? That's going to scare. But you address and you address some subjects in that. And these are really realities that come up, things that they say, they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And you, you just share that beautifully. And if I was a young parent, Again, I would love to have had mm. all that teaching and sharing there because those early formative years in a loving way to share, it's good, it's true, it's beautiful, it's not harsh, but things need to be corrected, they need to be spoken. And so that's all in there in certain sections of your, of your program, of your books. Right. So it's beautiful, it's very simple, and you break down. What you're doing is echoing the teaching of the church and the natural law, and you're just doing that in a very simple way, a beautiful way, uh, I have to think that people who read your books really feel accompanied. Somebody mm -hmm. pulling up right alongside of them mm -hmm. and sharing yes. with them. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm their friend. Yeah. And actually for years, I gave talks in our diocese and in really nationally then mm -hmm. um, called Raising Kids, um, Raising Lust, Love, 
Raising love-wise kids in a lustful world. Mm -hmm. Raising love-wise kids in a lustful world. That's and good. a lot of those questions that parents would ask me would are addressed now in the Love Ed books. And then a lot of them, some of my own children ask right. me questions because right. they'd be asking all along sure. and I'd have those simple, uh, beautiful answers yeah. mm -hmm. that would um, express something that a parent isn't afraid to say because we want to use sacred language. Mm -hmm. You want to respect the dignity of the person. We, uh, The child, we don't want to give them more information than they already mm -hmm. need to know, like right. my mom's answer to right. what right. is a honeymoon, mm -hmm. that keeps them then innocent but not right. ignorant. Right. And one of my favorite stories about that is when my sister and I, after asking these questions to my mom and getting great answers, had um, we went to my dad's office one day. He took us to the office on a Saturday morning and nobody else was there. He was working and we pranced around to mm -hmm. other men's offices. Mm -hmm. It um, And one guy had a Marilyn Monroe Mm -hmm. pin-up calendar mm -hmm. on the wall. Yeah. And we were like seven, eight years old, yeah. age yeah. of reason, right. but we had this beautiful mm -hmm. upbringing. Mm -hmm. We were very innocent. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister looked at the uh, calendar and she looked at me and she looked at the calendar, looked at me and she goes, she must have a lot of milk. <laughs> so I go up to the calendar. I'm like, where's her baby? Where's her baby? Oh, my goodness, she's so full. She must need her baby. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know, so we were yeah. innocent, yes. not ignorant. Right. And the man who had the calendar on the wall was mm -hmm. ignorant, not right innocent right mm -hmm. he didn't know what the body was for sure. and we knew what the body was for in service to God in marriage bringing children into the world nursing them and we had no clue so innocence sure. was right. great for us it went right over our right. head because we had all that knowledge like we know what that's yeah, for right. and he was misusing the body mm -hmm. and it was foreign to us mm -hmm. so I like to in the whole chapter in my book love ed for parents of little kids to help them be innocent but not ignorant. Right, and and to guard their hearts, their minds, their spirits, mm -hmm. especially their eyes, and to say that's, that is a beautiful woman. You, you, I mean, no one would negate yes, that. Yeah. She is a beautiful woman. Is she being misused? Yeah, she's being misused, but she's a beautiful woman. Made in the image and likeness of God, God loves her. Um, and so, I mean, I can remember seeing my first Marilyn Monroe. It was in my dad's barber shop. We went into my dad's barber shop, and I was just sitting there, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" It was it was pornography for me, right? That you would see yeah. Marilyn Monroe on a calendar yeah. back then, in the innocence of the time, as we were young little girls. And you see, I was like, "That's not my role model," mm -hmm. right? Our moms were our role models. Right. They were sacrificing. They were serving. Mm -hmm. They were giving their lives away to their husbands and to their families. And that makes beautiful, holy women of God. Right. And now parents today can empower their children with basic information that is true, beautiful, and good, and godly. Right. That makes the church teaching look beautiful. Mm -hmm. The struggle with today's parents, though, is that they didn't learn it that way. Mm -hmm. So when I give a parent seminar, when they read the, the parent guide of Love Ed, they'll be saying, like, oh, I wish I've had this when I was younger. You know, why didn't I learn it this way? Because some parents are afraid. Of some parents... Have, give too much information. I have a lot of doctors that'll come to my seminars like, we love the way that you state mm -hmm. this. It's simple science, it's simple theology, simple humanity, simple understanding of the age appropriateness. Yeah. And so doctors particularly love bringing their children mm -hmm. to the Love Ed program yeah. so yeah. that they, they, not, they don't say too much, too little, and they say it with sacred language. And the beautiful thing, there are probably a, a good portion of people that have um, maybe even took on the ills of the culture, mm -hmm. right? And 
um, and then they have a conversion experience. And so they have to reset. And, um, but if they don't reset and they know it's right, they're, they're coming from a wounded place. Exactly. So they have to get healed and restored yeah. and renewed and touched yeah. by God and forgiven so that they can reset for another generation. And, and that takes work. Absolutely. That's intentionality, right? And, and, that, so and it's that's, easy. And that's in your parent guide. Yes, you address, the, I address that right that's up front. Say, right. Some, some are like, well, how can I ever speak with us? I did the opposite of what right. you're saying. Exactly. And you address that in the book. Exactly. Right that. in the beginning, in the yeah. introduction, right. um, I start out with King David mm -hmm. because I know that many parents did not live this. They were brainwashed by the culture, which is all over us, and they really don't understand the goodness behind the church teachings. Like, why would the church teach that? It's just a mm -hmm. bunch of set of rules. Mm -hmm. well, I'm not going to follow those anyway. I'm just going to have fun. And then they suffered their own consequences or maybe made it through halfway. And, uh, and then, so I start with King David saying, okay, if King David that was chosen by God and committed lust, then adultery, had a child out of wedlock, mm -hmm. then had mm -hmm. the, uh, the, hus the dad, husband, murdered, murdered. <laughs> <laughs> put yeah. Uriah the Hittite up mm -hmm. in the front lines mm -hmm. um, to cover for this until Nathan revealed in his uh, dream that he was wrong, he had to repent, he actually has written some of the most penitential psalms mm -hmm. that are beautiful. And, um, and so I say, if, if Jesus still comes out of the family yeah. of David. Mm -hmm. That's still amazing. Mm -hmm. Who can fathom that kind of mercy? Yeah. That even that, Jesus, that God didn't say, well, I don't want him coming out of the family of David mm -hmm. anymore. God's mercy is so great. He still sent his son, Jesus Christ, to show us the way, be the truth, be the life, mm -hmm. be the way. And so if, you, if parents can look at the mercy of God and realize you don't have to have lived all those teachings to teach them well to your child. Right. Your child's in a different place right mm -hmm. now. They are in a different culture right now. And we as Catholics have to restore this culture to logic, common yeah. sense, mm -hmm. and morality yeah. because our families are just so wounded. Right. So mm -hmm. your, your programs are used not just by parents in the home, they're used by parishes uh, as well, but you always come back to the parent having the central role, whether it's mm -hmm. sponsored by the parish mm -hmm. or whatever group's getting together to do it. The key teachings and conversations, these are conversations take place with hopefully the, the father uh, and the son, the mother and the daughter, and if there isn't a father there, then somebody who's well respected by the mother can be there to do this. So the centrality of the parent in implementing and conversing with the child. Yeah, that's one of the unique features mm -hmm. of Love Ed. And for years, I would get complaints at the respect office of people who had a program in schools that was inappropriate. Even mm -hmm. Catholic schools mm -hmm. had inappropriate programs for a long time and took that responsibility away from the parents. Oh, the parents aren't going to do it anyway. We'll teach them in school. But you harmed the fam family in that way. Mm -hmm. And we have to empower the family. And that's what Love Ed does. And back in 1996, when I was invited by Pope John Paul II's uh, Pontifical Council for the Family to come to Rome when they released the document, The Truth and Meaning of Human Sexuality, mm -hmm. and we had a week-long study of it. It was such an honor and a privilege. And they had asked me to present my Love and Life program then for teens, because it was one of the few, few programs 
well, only a couple in the world mm -hmm. that actually followed all the Vatican teachings mm -hmm. on human sexuality education. And so after I left there, I knew that God was calling me to do something not just for teens, but for parents of younger children right. as well that empowered the parent. Mm -hmm. So as you see, Jim, even in, when the parish puts on the Love Ed right. program, they have different seminars and one is just for parents and kids, they have questions for kids ages three to 14, yeah. and then other programs, father, son, mother, daughter at different age levels as well, but it keeps empowering the parent. Right. So the parent has that relationship with the child. The parent knows how to speak certain things and we make it very easy by showing a video clip with the, the more difficult teachings. Yeah. And yeah. then they have an easy conversation in their workbook to discuss right. together. We're gonna take a break at this point and hold you over for the final segment. This is great <laughs> conversation. We ask you all to go to respect, the number four you, respect, the number four you, Dot com for all of Colleen's programs and teachings and how you can get in touch with her. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. Well, we're continuing our conversation with Colleen Kelly Mast, and you can listen to her on Saturday mornings on Mast Appeal. We do. We do. <laughs> One thirty serious, so don't miss that. Well, tell our family what's different about Love Ed, and then also what kind of response are you getting with it? And who's the response from? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so exciting. Okay, first of all, it, it's unique in that it's gender specific and age appropriate. Mm -hmm. So there are essentially six books, one's for the parish facilitator, one is just for parents, and even if they just got their parent guide and never saw a video, mm -hmm. they've got lots of information on how to answer their kids' questions, how to describe certain things in a scriptural way, how to answer the three-year-old's question and 10-year-old question about the same subject in a different way. Mm -hmm. So all that's in the, the Love Ed parent guide, and there's a parent seminar where they video me teaching the parents, and the parents will have group conversations. What's so unique about the parent-child seminars, first of all, there's two levels because kids right before puberty mm -hmm. don't need all the information mm -hmm. that the eighth graders need before they go to high school mm -hmm. and they don't want it either. And so the lev level one of Love Ed, that is one just for fathers and sons, one just for mothers and daughters, right. has just the information you need, to what changes are going on in your body, what virtues you need to grow in while those changes are there, what other personal skills do you need to learn what love really is? How do you love your family? How do you love your friends? What they have a chart of virtues mm -hmm. that they go through. How am I gonna prepare myself for adulthood since my body is mm -hmm. on its way to adulthood. Mm -hmm. So that's just all they need then. They don't really need all the facts of life at mm -hmm. 9, 10, 11, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. those ages. Right. So then level two, there's a father, son, mother, daughter, two separate sets of videos and mm -hmm. workbooks again. And then they, they review some of the puberty information, but then learn the beauty of what God planned for married couples, bringing children into the world, and it gives them, you know, the morality, the sociology, the anthropology, in very simple, beautiful language and yeah. what the different kinds of love are, family love, friendship love, and, and married love, and uh, our vocational love. And then they can um, discuss that privately at the parish seminar with their child. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's personal, it's intimate, it's age appropriate, and it has a level that is helpful for 
the parent and child and not too much for the child to learn at right. the same time. Mm -hmm. And then after that, my Love and Life program by Ignatius Press picks up after that for your kids when they start dating and go to yeah. high school. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like parents need the um, virtue of courage to do this, right? Because I know so many parents are afraid and yes. they don't have to invent the material. Exactly. It's all there, all you have to do is show up and pray that God will give you the courage and grace to say what you need to say and do what you need to do because this is our responsibility. Right, and we can't be afraid. We can't just hide it under the rug and right. hope they're gonna pick it up. Because the what, culture will take the them culture, away. The culture, if mm -hmm. you don't teach them at home, mm -hmm. the culture will teach them all the wrong way and make the church sound like God is some right. you know, big over, ogre mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to yeah. take away their fun. But if you mm -hmm. present it to them in such a beautiful, positive way, when they see the garbage, they'll recognize it as garbage. Mm -hmm. And then you have that time as a parent to talk to them about <clears> things in between. Right. And when those incidences come up or those things yeah. come up on TV, I have a lot of examples of that in the yeah. Love Ed Parent mm -hmm. Guide. Like when yeah. my son saw this yeah. commercial, yeah. what do I do? Right. Or my, my child found themselves in the bathtub mm -hmm. and what do I do about that? So mm -hmm. all those yeah. simple questions are answered yes. so that you can, from the, the, the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, you know, up yep. through adolescence, be able to give them sacred, beautiful answers with the words selected for you yeah. that make it simple and mm -hmm. beautiful. Well, thank God we have tomorrow for you to unpack this more fully. So we thank you so very, very much. Be with you again tomorrow. Go to respect, the number four, you.com, respectforyou.com. Get all of the materials, the programs. If you need life coaching, Colleen's there for you. And so remember, life, marriage, and the family will prevail. Don't be discouraged. God bless you and all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.